in the not so distant future, SpaceX will be launching their Starship IFT-2 Starship Super Heavy Rocket from Boca Chica, Starbase, Texas. And they released a little bit of information about this the other day. The second flight test of a fully integrated Starship can launch as soon as mid-November, pending regulatory approval, according to SpaceX. Now, if you haven't been watching along or listening to any podcasts or anything about this i'm going to get you up to speed real quick spacex did the ift1 launch which was successful uh, kind of they made it off the pad and they made it over the gulf of mexico and then when they made it over the gulf of mexico they had to detonate the rocket but it didn't go as planned the detonation was kind of haphazard and it didn't really have enough force to blow up the whole rocket so there was debris that was uh, showering down in the Gulf of Mexico, but also underneath the rocket and the launch platform got demolished. So they had to install a water cooling system. And that's this thing right here. It's underneath the launch mount and they shower the whole launch mount with water, right? And it protects the launch mount, protects the rocket and also suppresses sound and everything else around it too. It protects pretty much everything around it. So there's gonna be a bunch of steam that flies out of this thing and the Fish and Wildlife Service, they are concerned that this may be a problem with local wildlife. We're gonna get into that in a second here, but let's go back to what SpaceX updated on their website. Starship's second flight test. Fully integrated Starship could launch as soon as mid-November pending regulatory approval. We saw that on their tweet. Um, Starship's first test flight providing numerous lessons learned that can di uh, directly contributed to several upgrades to both the vehicle and the ground infrastructure. And we're just talking about this. The hot stage separation is a new one for SpaceX too. And we're going to talk about how that's going to affect the launch here. But this is the hot staging vented interstage and heat shield installed atop booster nine and super heavy are being upgraded. And this is the hot staging. It goes between the booster and the actual starship. So uh, vented interstage and heat shield installed atop booster nine starship and super heavy are being upgraded to use a separation method called hot staging where starship second stage engines will ignite to push the ship away from the booster so they don't just separate one falls the booster falls below the ship and then the ship ignites they're together the ship ignites and pushes the booster away and also pushes itself away and this vented interstage will uh, dissipate some of that heat and some of that force. So <laughs> it's a it's a cool it'll be a cool thing to watch. Uh, the rapid iterative uh, development approach has been the basis for all SpaceX's major innovative advancements, including Falcon Nine. Dragon and Starlink recursive improvement is essential as we work to build a fully reusable transportation system, et cetera, et cetera. So this is where SpaceX and the FAA kind of diverge. The FAA is a slow government system. SpaceX wants to launch these things uh, hundreds of times before they put people in them for the Artemis program. So they're working hard to get as many launches in as possible. And currently they only have about five launches per year at the Boca Chica Starbase facility that they can actually do. And they want to get as many in as possible. The FAA is in sense kind of holding them back because they're moving really fast and they're, they're moving forward faster than the FAA can keep up with them. But after the IFT2 launch, it seems like if this goes well, the FAA will kind of back off a little bit and allow them to launch a little bit more. 
So this is a new timeline for the launch, by the way. Uh, SpaceX flight director at uh, two hours away. Uh, SpaceX flight director conducts poll and verifies go for propellant load. Then they load the propellant. Locks load. They do a fuel load. Liquid methane underway at 1:37, and uh, locks load as well at the same time. 1:17. Ship fuel load. Liquid methane underway. Ship locks load underway at 1:13 before launch. Raptor begins engine chill of booster and the ship. Uh, flame deflector activation at 10 seconds. So when we start counting 10, that's when we're going to see the. Um, we're going to see this at like 10 seconds before the launch. We're going to see this, but in full speed right here. So this will def uh, deflect all the flames and suppress the sound and suppress the, uh, uh, the blast from the actual launch here. So uh, Raptor ignition sequence begins at three seconds and then excitement guaranteed at zero. <laughs> so this is, this is the flight plan, which is interesting i'm going to show you this a little bit uh this is when the engine starts at zero right here and then they're going to launch up and fly over ascent this is where they start flying over into the gulf of mexico hot staging happens right here and then the boost back burn for the booster by the way the booster is about 250 feet tall a 25 story skyscraper is doing a backflip and then reorienting itself and then landing in the gulf of mexico that's absolutely insane water landing it's not going to be landing on a ship or anything like that right now they're going to be trying to do a propulsive water landing according to this uh diagram here so the starship ascent it keeps going the starship keeps going off starship engine cut off coast phase so they coast all the way to Kauai near hawaii they do a flip burn starship re-entry come down on its belly the belly flop if you will and then water landing on its belly they're not going to try to propulsively land this outside of Kauai. so it looks like it's just going to belly smacker into uh, the ocean at the end of this launch which will be absolutely thrilling and hopefully they have cameras there because this is going to be a 90 minute flight i believe it is something like that um and there will be excitement guaranteed whether on the launch uh, somewhere in between or in the landing so anywhere on this whole launch it's going to be absolutely exciting so uh, flight timeline. Here we go. Lift off at two seconds. So it's going to take about two seconds to get off the pad and start going 52 seconds in. So about a minute in, we're going to get to the most stress on the rocket. So watch out for Max Q. It's my favorite part of any launch because basically if they make it past this, then it's almost smooth sailing. It seems like it's going to be going okay at this point. Booster main engine, main engine cut off at 239. Hot staging at 241. Uh, 253, the boost back burn startup. Booster uh, boost back burn shutdown. So that's that backflip from the booster. Booster is transonic. Booster's landing burn um, at 648. Booster landing burn shutdown. And then... A booster's done. It's in the Gulf of Mexico. Starship engine cut off. This starship's still flying towards Kauai, too, by the way. The starship uh, engine cut off at 8 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, 1 hour, 17 minutes. Starship entry. 1 hour, 28 minutes, 43 seconds. Starship is transonic. And then 1 minute, 30 seconds. An exciting landing. <laughs> so they know that this is going to be excitement guaranteed 
on the launch. And when they land, it's going to be an exciting landing when it's going to be doing a belly smacker into the Gulf of uh, Kauai off Hawaii's coast there. So those are the latest updates that we have from like directly from Starship's uh, SpaceX page here. So second test flight is coming up soon. I can't wait for this to actually happen. The water cooling system is one of my favorite things. It's very cool because if they can figure this out, they can figure out the water cooling, the flame deflector, then they don't need a giant flame trench like you see on all the other gigantic rockets, like the NASA rockets, like Artemis rockets, and like you see in the space shuttle and ULA rockets and uh, pretty much every other rocket anywhere. So if they can figure out this stand with this flame deflector, it's going to be absolutely massive for the space flight industry. They'll be able to build these pretty much anywhere because anywhere with a flat surface, they can build a Starship launch pad. That's absolutely beautiful. Now, um, if you like this video, by the way, uh, hit the like button and hit the subscribe button because if you watch this long and if you're excited about SpaceX's uh, Starship flight, you like this kind of uh, this kind of content. So please hit the like and the subscribe button, and it'll help me out tremendously, and it'll help me continue to bring you coverage of Starship throughout the time that they're developing it and even further down the road for the Artemis missions. So we're on four years coming up. Uh, or five years? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's five years, something like that. Anyway, thank you so much for your continued support. And I want to say thank you for watching. And please take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, do I have a bye-bye video? I have a thanks. What does this do? Oh, thanks for watching. There we go. I'm down there in the corner. Thanks for watching, everybody. There's a video over there. You can check out that video. And also like and subscribe. Bye-bye.